Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Good evening, everybody. Uneducated Economist here. In this video, I'm going to talk about the Fed's monetary policy strategies and the propaganda in the media right now. So for those of you who have been following me on this channel, I have put together a theory on what it is that the Federal Reserve is attempting to do since 2018 when I read monetary policy strategies for a low neutral interest rate world. They talked about inflation running persistently too low for too long and that that was a major problem for them and that they needed to have the inflation expectation to be significantly higher. They then talked about having an average inflation rate. This average inflation rate would mean that they would have to make up for the fact that they did not achieve their 2% inflation target over a period of time. And this is all now taking place. The average inflation rate is what I believe is part of the Fed's monetary policy strategy. So when you hear talk about lowering interest rates going into the future, they are not considering the average inflation rate. They are just considering the inflation target. Typically, the Federal Reserve would want to adjust their interest rates to achieve a 2% target. But now they go for a 2% average inflation rate over time. And now it's really tricky to hear a lot of this information out there, but it is coming, right? It comes out there if you can hear, if you can pick up on things that just don't sound right, then it's probably something going on there, right? So I was today listening, and I'm going to leave links down in the description to, you know, a few different articles. I mean, each one of them is something saying something different. One of them is saying that interest rates are going to stay elevated for a long time. One of them is saying that they can't help but to drop them. The other one is saying, you know, that it's going to be stagflation. Interest rates are going to be who knows where, right? I mean, it's, it's all over the board. What I guess I'm getting at is that the confusion that is hitting the market right now is being done on purpose. It is meant to confuse everybody out there because they don't want anybody to know what is exactly taking place. Okay. Now think about this for just a second. This was coming from Rick Ryder. This is the BlackRock guy, right? And he's talking about, and this is the first minute and a half of the video that I'll leave. Like I said, I'll leave a link down in the description. All this stuff it would probably be the first link down there. Core CPI is at 2.5%. This is what he's saying. And that's going along with the Fed's projections. This is their projections. And that the Fed funds rate is at 5 and 3 eighths percent. This is what he says. To drop 100 basis points to get more restrictive. Think about this for just a second. This guy, Rick Ryder, just said, drop a talking about the Fed funds, drop 100 basis points to get more restrictive. This doesn't make sense, right? 
I mean, anybody who follows anything about economics knows that if you raise the Fed funds rates, that becomes restrictive. If you lower the Fed funds rates, that's stimulative, right? I mean, that's what everybody knows. Now, going back to the monetary policy strategies for a low neutral interest rate world. This is given by John Williams, uh, November 18th, or November 30th, 2018. And this is what it has to say. Right? And I'm going to read this one paragraph, and then we're going to break down a particular section of it, and it's going to make what he just said make a whole lot more sense. Right? Okay, now it goes down like this. The downward shift in inflation expectation has a second round effect on real interest rates, the economy, and inflation. When policy is constrained by the effective lower bound, the downward shift in inflation expectation raises the real interest rates, further diminishing the degree of monetary stimulus, making the downturn worse and reducing inflation even more. Even in times when policy is not constrained, the expectation of below target inflation into the future affects current decisions putting additional downward pressure on inflation. In other words, monetary policy is always swimming upstream, fighting a current of too low inflation expectations that interferes with achieving the target inflation rate. All right. Now, I know a lot of that's really confusing, but I'm just going to go down and I'm going to get into just a very small section of this. The downward shift and inflation expectation raises the real interest rates, further diminishing the degree of monetary stimulus. Further diminishing the degree of monetary stimulus. What does this? The downward shift in inflation expectations. How, okay, so if you have a downward shift in inflation expectation, it diminishes the degree of monetary stimulus. That part right there is very confusing for a lot of people to understand, but once you wrap your head around this, it makes what Rick Ryder said make a whole lot more sense. Now, when you think about what it means to have real interest rates, because he said this very, you know, specifically, and I'm thinking, wait a minute, that doesn't make sense until I thought about that for a minute, right? Because if you have an investor, like, let's break down what real interest rates are, right? If you have an investor who is anticipating on getting a 2% return, and you have inflation expectation at 1%, the real return on that interest rate, the, the, the interest rate that, the, or the, the amount that the investor is going to get is 1%. If you can lower the inflation expectation, you will raise the real interest rate to 2%, what the investor is planning on getting for his investment. Right? So lowering the inflation expectation raises the real interest rates. Now, how does that affect the degree of monetary stimulus? Because if you have low interest rates now and you have high inflation into the future, you will be more willing to participate within the economy to take advantage of the low interest rates and before the prices increase. Right? 
So this is how the inflation expectation lowering into the future diminishes the degree of monetary stimulus because if you have high inflation into the future, you'd be more willing to participate now into the economy. Okay. That's the easiest way to understand this. And so if you can lower the inflation expectation, you will raise the real interest rates. What you will do is you will diminish the degree of monetary stimulus. It is so backwards to think that, but they are actually trying to put the restriction on the economy by lowering the inflation expectation. A drop of 100 basis points to get more restrictive? Well, only if you lower the inflation expectation, further diminishing the degree of monetary stimulus. Okay, so now... I know that was really confusing and this is why I'm going to immediately upload this video and then start a live stream. We are going to break this information down even further, get deeper into even more speeches about this and talk even more about this monetary policy strategies. They are straight up using the media right now as their credible threat in order to get the people, the markets to behave in a way that they feel is going to be most appropriate for their monetary policy strategies. Even L. Aaron is saying that the markets are ignoring the Fed's forward policy guidance. I don't believe that for a second. I think the markets are falling right in line with them. And all Rick Wright.